Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Stand Up Tragedy podcast. But it's not Dave you're listening to, it's me, Bryony, the podcast producer. You don't usually hear from me, I'm behind the microphone most of the time, but today I'm stepping in to bring you a special thank you episode of the Stand Up Tragedy podcast. Stand Up Tragedy Stand Up Tragedy were fortunate enough to achieve our goal of this year and we took the show to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival as part of the PBH Free Fringe. We did 11 nights downstairs at the Fiddler's Elbow with five acts every night doing anything from stand-up comedy to music to spoken word to telling true stories but they all did it with a tragic twist. We've been putting out a podcast to those performances every day of the festival and even after the team have left you can still listen back to those episodes on the SoundCloud and iTunes pages and the Stitcher Smart radio app there's lots more episodes still to come so sign up and keep up with the tragedy a special thank you by the way goes to those who stepped in and gave up their time to help us edit and produce some of those because it was quite a task so thank you george brufton jack gobsmack joss armitage daniel simpson sam wilkinson nina gray robin the fog ella fedder and connor walsh you guys have been amazing thank you you can also read stand up tragedy's thoughts on what it's been like to bring a show to the fringe on our blog which is on the website www.stand standuptragedy.co.uk or follow our tragic news in the future too by liking the Facebook page or following at standup4tragedy on Twitter. The Stand Up Tragedy team are really proud of what we achieved in Edinburgh but it wouldn't have been possible without the support, kindness and generosity of all of those who have followed us on our journey through to the fringe. On behalf of Stand Up Tragedy I'd really like to thank everyone who has ever listened, shared and enjoyed the podcast. I would also like to thank all of those who have come along to a live show in London and have laughed and until they've cried or cried until they've laughed. But most importantly, I'd like to thank those who donated to our Indiegogo campaign as it turned Edinburgh into a reality. We managed to raise a staggering $3,000. All of those who donated got special perks such as Scottish whiskey, postcards from the fringe, vials of tears and so many more great gifts. Some donors have been rewarded with a special mention on the podcast. So thank you to Elle Fuller, James Savage, Fred Strickland, Douglas Miller, Anne Kaczynski, Tom Rossfield of the Heartland Cafe, and Betted Solutions. Thank you so much, guys. Now, let's listen to the team's reflections on The Fringe. I asked Andy, Charlie, Liz, Una, Harv, and Dave, well, and they all asked me, three simple questions. So first of all, here's everybody telling you what they thought of their Edinburgh experience. Uh, been fun. It's been hard work. It's been... Uh surprising uh, very glad I did it would like to come back but would like to come back 20 years younger next year preferably so I can actually hack it I feel like my Edinburgh experience was very rich and by that I mean it wasn't like going to a normal festival where it's just like yeah yeah that was really fun loads of music and getting wasted it was sort of like more than that it was there's was more nourishment involved there was more learning involved about many things like different forms of comedy but also about being part of a team and there were really, really high highs and there were quite there were some lows in there as well. But I think that's like all to do with the richness of the whole experience. So rich. It's been an absolute whirlwind and to be honest I haven't had a moment to process it yet. I'm looking forward to kind of I've got a six hour bus journey home. I'm gonna sit down and go oh my God, I saw that show and that show and that show and that show and I met who and what and something else happened now and then, oh, that was last week and a whole week has passed and I, 
It's just been it's been an absolute blur from one day to another. But I'm amazed that we've managed to pack it all in, to be honest. It's been like wonderful working with everybody in the morning. We have a little kind of um, industry going on around the table, a little work hub. Everyone does their thing, everyone's been pulling their weight and I love being part of a team and working towards something so positive. I keep saying, I feel guilty, but our show is one of the shows that I have enjoyed the most out of the whole fringe. It's made me laugh hardest, it's made me kind of think hardest, and it's taught me the most. And um, yeah, just even just getting one or two people through the door feels amazing because you know that they've enjoyed something. Hopefully, I feel really good about it. Um, yeah, I had I had doubts at the very beginning because um, I constantly worry. It's like, oh, why, why am I here as a U.S. performer? And then the more I stuck around, the more I was just completely inspired by, especially the spoken word that I saw and meeting people and really making connections more and more with people in the workshops that I more or less snuck into at Fringe Central. Thank you, Fringe Central. Um, were fantastic and edifying and just really really good um and so overall i i woke up this morning thinking about the me that was on the bus on my way in and i just i feel um really incredibly rejuvenated as an artist going back to chicago and that i'm i'm just really pumped i'm really excited so i'm also totally emotional from the thing i just saw it was really good i've really enjoyed it um including all the work and running about and I think it's been mad. Um, it's been an amazing experience actually. I always knew it was going to be really dynamic and really inspiring but the sheer pace and variety of it was surprising even to me. Um, it's been great, it's been exhausting, it's been brilliant. I really like the people we've met, the things we've been able to see the networking we've been able to do even though I don't love networking has been really lovely because everybody's been really great and supportive and I feel like I'm part of a community up here and it does make me think back to when I was younger and running a theater and things like that and wishing that I'd come here at 22 and taken the opportunities that one could get from Edinburgh and building from that less so at 30 when I've done a different career but certainly something that stand-up tragedy anyway can build off of Wow, it's been, because uh, I've been to Edinburgh lots of times before, um, but I haven't taken a show to the Edinburgh Festival for 10 years or something like that. Um, I had a lot more energy when I was young, um, but I have a lot more kind of appreciation maybe for uh, how unique the experience is now compared to, to when I came and everything sort of, I don't know, when you're young, everything feels like, I don't know, for me personally, when I was young, everything felt like, yeah, it was exciting and it was engaging, but I didn't sort of realise that, that, that it was rare, you know, and uh, coming back here again through the years, um, every time I've come back here, it's, I've been kind of reminded how rare Edinburgh is, that you get so many different kinds of art in one place, uh, from high to low, from famous to non-famous, from shit to brilliant, uh, and you see it all and you kind of get a sense of how different art sort of fits together and it's very exciting. Um, from this point of view of stand-up tragedy, uh, it's been great for us. We've seen some great uh, performers, many of them 
on our night. We've had some brilliant new acts that we haven't had before, um, including some relatively high-profile ones, which is great uh, for the show. But it's also been brilliant to be able to mix those kind of people who are unknown and untested with uh, established performers and have them interact. We, you know, we we we've got lots to learn for next time about how to how to promote our show, how to get get people to know about the brilliant things we're doing um but it's it's been positive we've got audiences uh they've enjoyed it we've had great feedback from performers and from audiences um just we've just seen a show and at that show uh the show was of a sophia walker who's performed at our night um one of the people who went to her came to her because they saw our show saw her at our show um and that's that's really great that we're sort of making connections and pointing people around to to good people I also asked them what their biggest achievement has been, which ranged from stretching their performing talents to simply putting on a great show. We did; a, we had a great run of shows. Uh, we never cancelled a show. Um, the acts all like us. Uh, we could have got a few more audience members in, and we could have prepared our Royal Mile uh, outdoor performances a bit better. But um, we we survived, and I think we all know each other a lot better as a result. And we've met some amazing, fun people. Probably comparing my first night. And when I say that, actually, I've actually compared two nights. Because uh, um, after a couple of couple of shandies last night, I did an impromptu comparing session in a pub because there was a microphone on. And uh, I guess that, so kind of getting comparing experience, because I'm starting my own night in London. Um, so it's really, really good to be able to get experience introducing act in front of an audience in Edinburgh before I start my night. My biggest achievement is definitely that I've managed to pull together like so much radio. I have got hours and hours of audio going around. This microphone has come in very, very, very handy. It's paid for itself. I, I love the fact that I've learned to live interview. I've challenged myself doing that. Um, I know that I'm definitely not afraid to approach people in the street and people keep telling me that I'm doing a good job and hopefully, yeah, my biggest achievement is that I'll come away with lots and lots of stuff to prove what I can do. Unhumbly, um, just the, the really good words I've heard back about my pieces, um, that's been really, really solidifying to me and I, I don't know if that's, I don't know if I would call that an achievement though it, it was more like oh I I can do this and I should do this okay great and I should do more of it that's it, it, was, it was just more of a push that I I need and I, I was just thrilled that people had a good time I think we've put on a really good show and getting a podcast out every day um, I think yeah I think the, the show as a whole is an amazing achievement for us and getting up here at all is was pretty stunning i guess the biggest achievement of the edinburgh run has been managing to get everybody there and making sure we run under time and in general just ensuring that the nights run smoothly which is what i do in london but is since we moved into our new venues in london a lot easier because we have full evenings here it's a bit it's a troop movement of a whole different kind, ensuring that five performers are there, sticking to times, half of them are staying with us, making sure they're taken care of, making sure the team is well supported, making sure the team is everywhere. Uh, it's been a feat of organization, and I'd like to think that I've done a good deal to contribute to that. I mean, I, I really felt like uh, the podcasts have been a really 
brilliant achievement but it's weird to say for me because Bryony you're the producer and you've achieved a hell of a lot of the podcast uh, achievement that we've got um, and you've done a sterling job but I think um, and the rest of the team I mean I feel like I haven't achieved anything the team's achieved lots and lots I've sort of uh, run around like a headless chicken uh, unaware of reality almost I've been so tired so it's hard to say what I've achieved um, but I guess booking Simon Munnery, touch wood, because he hasn't performed yet, but booking Simon Munnery was a, an, an achievement, but it was a kind of achievement whereby it was very, uh, didn't involve much effort. I just sort of creeped up behind him and said, hey, Simon, do you want to do my night? And luckily he didn't run away screaming. Finally, I wanted to know what they'll take away from the whole experience. Uh, a hangover, uh, a stone extra in beer, but mostly a sense of contentment. I'll take away that comparing particularly is more work than I thought. And I think very key to it is looking like you're enjoying yourself, sort of um, looking at the acts and being like, yeah, because I think people look to you to see if things are all right. And so that, um, and, and generally what I'm going to take away from Edinburgh is that at some point, I want to do my own show here, I think. Like, at some point, when I was watching some of the acts, I think, you know, I could put together at some stage, maybe not next year, but, yeah, it's like, at some point, put a show together, like a comedy show of some sort. Uh, the business cards that I shamelessly swapped with people, um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking back really just a... Um, a wealth of pride for being part of stand-up tragedy. I just, I have such unabashed pride for this group and for what they're doing and the the variety night that we're showing that more and more I'm just thinking like can we get you guys out to Chicago could that happen you just like the worldwide tour of stand-up tragedy um because I I think it's it's the piece that I see comedians wanting to do and the good comedians wanting to do in my my little I guess circles of, of those that I know in Chicago, um, you know, it, it's that sincerity and, and tapping into a true emotion that that stands apart from the sketch comedy that I've seen that I've, I've, I haven't been impressed with. So that's that's my takeaway. Good friends, I think. And um, actually, I've, perfor- I've performed. And I haven't performed in a while, so I'm looking forward to performing again, performing music again, rather than just making other people's music. It's been a peak life experience. Um, it was a good breaking point in what I'm doing in my day job to come up, and it's given me the time to reflect on that, which has been useful, but more time to reflect on how I think about the mix of elements in my life and how I want them to all fit together. Well, I'll take away from it. It's just that stand-up tragedy is a living, breathing, functioning piece of of work that is going to continue and develop. I mean, we've got so many developmental ideas, like ways to improve the shows in London, ways to link in with the things that we've really enjoyed that we've seen. So, I mean, I guess that's that's the thing that that, that really I will take away from it, yeah. And also, spoken word is brilliant. And I didn't know that before I came, because I thought it was, you know, people reading teenage poems but it is the opposite of that because I've not seen a teenage performer and I'm sure if they were booked on the free fringe they'd be brilliant
And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, the tragedy is over. <laughs>